Hello again, listeners, subscribers, sometimes viewers, and people catching us for the first time. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am your co-host, Denny. Welcome to the Odo's Toes podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, if you came off last week's episode and you're still listening, we uh, we love that. Um, well, I think the episode we presented was fun. Uh, the process of getting to it was a bit interesting. <laughs> It Let, really let's was. Call a spade a spade. The first ten minutes of that episode that the audience didn't get to hear was a fucking shit show. Oh my god! It was more like twenty five, almost thirty. I, was, I I don't know how long it took to to rein that in, boot the people who needed to be booted, and cut it down to an episode uh, that actually made sense. Once we got rolling and got the right people in the room, we had some amazing conversations with some new friends, some old friends. I th- I think it was fine, but. Until that, the part that the audience didn't hear, uh, we gave, left the audience a tease of how bad it was for us to try to control the callers until we got the and right I people. Said, I said a couple of times, like, that was ugly. And pe- like people didn't quite understand that it really was. Like, there were some really ugly parts. Oh, we, and, like, and it we wasn't don't, just stupidity. Like, it was... We don't mean ugly... Well, we do mean ugly in terms of some things we saw because we didn't have the cameras shut off by default. Um, but we also mean ugly as far as some of the comments thrown Yeah, yeah, forth. yeah. There was, some, there was some serious trolling and some really insulting and offensive things that a few we, people said and... Yeah, what was weird is we had person X who probably never should have been in the in the call in in the first place, getting insulted by person Y who also never had a purpose being there. So they weren't even insulting like there was something not, not us insult the they foot fetish, but right. for the most part, ah, yeah, it was. I can tell you what happened was our link went elsewhere from our channel, our usual not channels, our our social media channels. Somebody said it went to some deep recess of, um, oh, I don't know. It's social media. We're not even. I I don't know. It was just that somebody decided, oh, this is a good link to troll. So Mm -hmm. exactly. And you know what? If we want to do that again, either we select the people to join us or we only put it out to our friends. Uh, We, we almost never, uh, omit anything, right? We just, if we make a mistake, we just push through and. It's funny sometimes. It's not, you know, whatever. We just keep recording. We almost never pull stuff out, but we really had to this time. Yeah, and not uh, something that we can ever play in an outtake show. Yeah. <laughs> just stuff that is in the bottom of the waste bar- barrel where it belongs. But I I was, like, towards the end of that show, I was really laughing. Like, we were really... Oh, yeah, once we got our like, friends and, uh, you know, our new friends, old friends, our people in the room, then it was exactly <laughs> what we wanted. Right. It just took a bit to get our people instead of random trolls from the internet. And we'll so do it again, that. but I think you know what I think. I think uh, so. Uh, originally, what I'd done is we just posted it to our friends, and we waited a few days, and then I think a day or two before we posted it, kind of just on our social media. And I think maybe we won't do that. I think next time you're going to have to message us for the link. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you, you're gonna have to email or DM or whatever. I thought that's how I handled Twitter because I knew that my my Twitter following could be bad. That might have been my fault then because I put the link on Twitter. 
Yeah. Well, I put the link you on know? open Facebook, but I, uh, pardon me, open Instagram, but I think my Instagram following is probably a lot nicer, that more respectful than my Twitter following. Yeah. Twitter, you know, we've always said this. Twitter is just fucking wild. Yeah. It used to be Tumblr was the wild, wild west. Twitter is turning into the wild, wild west. Yeah. But so something, something funny that was said on that um, when, when your husband popped in um, and I think you know, we were debating back and forth as to what name we were going to refer to him as, because we still jokingly have called him Mr. Any, Mr. Lift might have been on his uh, actual handle when he first came in and then introduced <laughs> the bottom drawer photos, which is kind of, you know, where. Right. Before he, before he started branding his photography. Yeah. So that's his branding now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we joked about, you know, something we had talked about that, that, at some point there needs to be an episode where he pinch hits for you and we get to have the uh the others to podcast with top and bottom but immediately <laughs> yeah, immediately i don't know if he did or you did had to disclaimer that it's not because he's a bottom oh uh, that was me I, I was just like i think it's just funny because neither one of your names are you know your name is not your, your name is top toes and hose because that's what you used to post or still post. And his name is bottom drawer photos because he takes the type of photos you hide in your bottom drawer right yeah so it just but the and then joke we, of... we caught that right we like give you a nickname and it was like top and then him is bottom and it's just funny that i have a top and a bottom in my life <laughs> but I, and i think that's the point that i'm i'm working towards yeah, we neither of us are specifically a top or a bottom. I think all in all, we all are kind of very switchy people. You know what's funny too, though, is that I think you're more of a bottom and he's more of a top. Like when it comes to sexy stuff. So I think I, it's funny. I feel like that's your perception, your perception <laughs> Uh, you know, I think you're pretty bottomy sometimes. I think you're pretty subby a lot of the times. And I think um, with the right person in your life, you would be fucking subby as fuck. But I, I can't do that all the time. And it's got to be the right person, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how, but that's how my husband is. Is like, he is not submissive in the majority of his life but if i really wanted to i mean he would be you know i just don't i just don't i just don't like it that way i prefer it when he's um uh, more top in the bedroom so and that's but it that's switches. what i think it's, it's like 50 50 like it switches all the time i mean i've had oh, yeah, I, and i i would say I mean, yeah. Since I mean, you're not I, sleeping with me, I think my opinion is a little better than yours on this. I would say I'm really switchy. Um, but and I think that's where where I wanted to kind of we've talked on the air about the gross misperception that all foot guys are subs are bottoms. Um, and we've talked a little bit about some of the dominant things, male dominant aspects of the foot fetish. Not a whole lot, but. I don't think we've really spent a lot of time talking about, you know, where where is the place of the switch in the foot fetish world? It's so confusing. Because even as a even if you're a dom, if you're worshiping feet, you're still at the bottom. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. 
so yeah, you're right. We haven't talked too much about that. I mean, we mention it all the time, right? And we mentioned wonderful- it as almost a declarative statement or a defense of the of the community. Right. We mention it as don't always assume that all foot guys are are subby. And I was, um, you know, I was I complain about Twitter being wild and shit, but Twitter is extremely helpful at times. Like I've seen several posts where people both male and female uh, producers and models are kind of sort of giving pointers to new models. And one of the tips that they give is like, don't just assume that everyone in your audience, like your entire following are fucking submissives and want to be treated like shit. And even if you are that again and louder for the girls. (laughs) But even if you are a submissive, that doesn't mean you want to be you're you want to be humiliated. I, you know what I mean? It's there's a big and there's difference, and there's a fine said. line. There's there's a there's a phrase that comes out of the kink community. Um, I may be a bottom, but I'm not your bottom. Mm, I like that. Plenty of guys might be submissive, or like me, might be submissive, might be willing to be submissive for the right woman, but it doesn't mean that everyone I encounter in the scene, I'm going to be taking orders from. Far, far from it. You're just because they have really okay. angry, really fast. <laughs> exactly. Just because they have a pair of cute, cute feet doesn't mean that they're going to call you some type of. So I, I I'm not going to say any names, but I'm going to I'm going to bring up a conversation or some an incident that happened that you told me about many years ago. Um, you met up with someone. And then this someone was collabing with another model. Oh, now, this yes, yes, other yes. model, uh, like like you guys were gonna do a collab all together, like or just meet real quick or something. Nothing serious, right? And then yeah, he told so, you, or she told. Let me your let me friend. give you a bit of, bit of the correct setup. So I get a phone call that my friend from out of town is is pretty close to me, and I'm like, oh great, let let's meet up. Awesome. Where are you going to be? All right, great. Meet up. Have, I think, a, a small meal or coffee. And she's like, oh, I'm going to see so-and-so later. Do you want to come along? I'm like, well, sure. i got the rest of the night free. I don't think it might be a Friday. I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I'll, I'll roll on with you. And she's like, yeah, let me just call up my so-and-so. And there is where you, your part of the story goes to. Right. So she'd apparently assumed that you were a simp and was like, well, what's he going to pay for? Is he going to pay for half of the hotel or is he going to pay for a, a meat or whatever the heck else they wanted you to pay for? And, um, you know, you did a look of disgust. You had this look of disgust and was like, um, hell no. So, <laughs> um, not because you didn't want to meet so-and-so, but because uh, you weren't there as a submissive simp. Everywhere to try to, you know, collaborate in any photographic work or anything. Right. So she, so she wanted a fee just to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, is it was either the the two different ways you could take it was either one, I'm gonna pay because I'm gonna be some sort of submissive party in some sort of session, or B, I'm going to pay because. I'm a photographer who's going to be taking away materials from this. And neither of which was true. No. I was 
trying to just continue the hang with a friend of mine and respect the fact that they had other plans that I wasn't necessarily made aware of and would have happily helped them do photos or whatever for the opportunity to hang. That would have been the, the equivalent of like what happened in, in New York, right? Because I was there with Goddess Rhonda and um, Goddess Jordan. Yeah. And... And Goddess Rhonda said, my friend's going to come over real quick. And he's a photographer and a, and a producer. Ten toes down. Uh, Q, Quantum. Yep. Um, who's also been a, a, a guest on the show. Yes. Um, and that would have been like if I said to her, oh, is he going to pay for half of this hotel room? Is he going to pay me like an hourly rate? Even though he, he was there to see her, you know, not me. Like they're old friends. They were old friends. So yeah. And I was just like, oh, cool, you know. And so he came up and he hung out in our in our room while we got dressed and we got to know each other and like it came out great friends, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that and everybody... then I got to meet him a little later and I'm glad that your situation didn't go the way mine did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I don't know if it's the. That everybody thinks once they've reached a certain level that they truly like they believe their own hype right like they, they truly are goddesses and they're god's gift to men and that every man should pay now listen if that's how you live your life and you only surround yourself with that type of men that's fucking more power to you however we have to know that not everyone is like that not everyone in our lives are going to want to be treated that way. Not everyone that we come across is going to want to be treated that way. So. And then we get to the idea of, oh, it might be an odd way to think of it. If you were a woman who is, and forget the, the, the paid part, forget the, the finance of it. You're a woman who is into men with a foot fetish. There are plenty of them out there. So. Whether, whether you be a content creating type person or just, a, you know, a fetishist. It's a fetishist, yeah. There is plenty to enjoy and experience, and it's probably all new to you, with a foot fetishist who isn't going to be the bow down groveling worshipping. And that's, I think, what we really haven't talked about. But I don't know that the, the audience, that the dominant members of the audience need to be told how to have fun with feet. But possibly the women do i don't know you tell me well i mean you know i'd like to well we have had a few guests on the show that are in defeat and are not necessarily submissive yeah, um, we've talked to people who practice yeah, we've bondage we've talked to people who practice <laughs> bastonado falica um that is our, our good old friend charlie right like he's not a submissive he doesn't that's not how he identifies so yeah, yeah even, um, I think in season one, we struggled to find a way to describe what most people describe as foot worship when it's not done in a submissive way. Right. So, so for example, at the risk of disclosing too much, as always, right? Um, we do. If I'm, if the husband and I are making out um, and, and you know, where things are getting hot and heavy. At some point, sometimes he'll say, like, give me that mouth, give me that mouth, right? And so then I like kiss him or whatever, or put my mouth wherever he wants. Um, 
And, and other times, maybe right after that or right before that, he'll say, give me that foot. So then I, you know, bring up my foot and I shove it in his face. Now he's sucking and licking feet, but is but he's definitely not in a submissive role. Exactly. So. And that's where we come to the, what do you call that? Yeah. He, he, he's sucking toes. He's licking soles. He's nibbling arches, especially if he's biting. Um, but he's not, is he still worshiping? The act probably gets to the same act that one would call worshiping, but it's definitely not eating undertone. No, he's eating feet. Eating feet. I like that. I mean, you know, let's eat some feet. Like you eat pussy, you can eat some feet in the same way. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that, you know, if I'm definitely not in a in a submissive role, but you know, and as uh last week Bliss said, what does she say exactly? We fuck a lot. do you rip her nylons can i just ask you that do you rip her nylons when you're in not in a sub type of headspace and you're being like aggressive Um, because they can totally see that happening too right like i keep myself at bay on that unless they're already damaged gotcha okay so if if they're a little bit run or there's a toe poking through yeah forget it they're they're on the table to destroy because they're in some way harmed anyway. Uh, the ones that haven't been, I try to keep intact because, you know, uh, they're expensive. They, they, are, they, they are a commodity. <laughs> and even if you get them cheap, um, you know, yeah. It's always, yeah, you don't want to interfere with her collection. Yeah. Right. And it's absolutely. always that big, that, that big sadness when you get a pair of nylons and you like, you go to put them on. I'm like, ah, this pair is a run too. I just really wanted to shoot in them. You know, maybe that's yeah. the thought process that we share together is that, you know, the fancy ones, the interesting ones are purchased with the intention of doing some shooting. So if they get destroyed before you get a chance to shoot them, that is like the biggest letdown. Right. It is. Yeah. But going back to fucking a lot and, you know, I'm going to glow a little bit that she <laughs> said that on the air. Like That was, that was her opening I, line. You too. know what? We have come a long way because... When we first had her on, when you guys were, I don't know how long you'd been together then, but when well, we first had her on. been on the air since COVID and we got together the New Year's before that. So we were like. I, I think it was like about a year that, and then she came on, but, but she was, first of all, she was very nervous. And then second, yeah. uh, it was like pulling teeth to get her to talk about your sex life. It was a bit of a dance. Now, granted, I was, she like, admitted. Trying, I, w- I had to. Re- I had to get real nasty. I had to get down and dirty and be like, "All right, so where's the stick in his foot? Like, how? Where's where are you sticking your foot? How did this? Like, you know, I did really be super fucking nosy and then to get the, that information what, out of her. And then once the, that came out, then I was more comfortable saying other things. So we had the episode where we talked about. Um, oral lacerations and <laughs> well she said she almost broke like yeah there's been another episode where she was a guest on where she was talking about how she was like almost broke your nose right in your face <laughs> so yeah we've, we've come a long way but um yeah while but, we were like, talking, I was like, I, I did really the... surprised that she was like I she wasn't like that. i'm his girlfriend or i'm 
his lover or I'm a partner. Like, she was just like, we fuck a lot. Like, <laughs> I did the mental math since our first episode was in October. Uh, we had been together 10 months at that point. Um, yeah, it was almost a year. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, it was a very, very fast year because um, it was like the equivalent of three years because of how much time you spent together and oh, without yeah. anybody else. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID, man, COVID is like COVID changed a lot of things. COVID um, forced marriages and shit, like common law marriages. Very true, very true. Yeah, um, and I think it might be worth acknowledging that uh, lately we've been—I don't want to say that we're stats-oriented, but we've been looking because we're at a point that we've been on the air for a while. And building a really solid fan base and we have started looking at you know where are we how do we how do we rate how do we rank and what i'm very happy about is the 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 podcasts that maybe are a little above us uh are not the the covid pet projects those have all gone away we we are no longer a covid pet project we are here to last also you know um podcasting is the new thing it like, is, and we like saw a dramatic every... spike in it during COVID, and now we're seeing no, the fall even, off. It's even worse now. Is it? It is, because, you know, um, I've mentioned before that I'm obsessed with the show Love is Blind, okay. and I don't not typically... Not familiar with it, but... I don't typically... I'm not into reality TV shows often, and if I were, I would definitely not be ashamed to say it. It's just I've... I, I do like the documentary type ones, like, uh, like I watch Hoarders and um, there's uh, uh, like a cop one that I watch or like 48 Hours or, you know, shit like that because mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with true crime as well. But um, this is like purely like junkie, love is blind, um, and I'm totally obsessed with it. And every, I feel like every single person that makes it like talk to the end, like their next step is a podcast. I, I swear, like every single person that's left that show for the last three seasons has a podcast now. Mm. That's yeah. just the new thing. That's just what everybody does. Yeah. Like Noriega has a podcast. I, I would say really... that if, if you've got that sort of celebrity where people go, what is that person famous for? Oh, they're famous for being famous. They either then and the funny thing is they then turn to there are a few that are famous now because of their only fans or whatever, but a lot of them now they turn to the only fans or they turn to the podcast. Maybe a few of them turn to both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of the are people that we never speak of, but we always speak of somehow um, Kim Kardashian also has a podcast. Okay. It is actually quite interesting um it's about a case or i guess cases that she takes on to try to get them um their guilty verdict overturned and whatnot it's really interesting i'm really um impressed did i miss something where kim kardashian became a lawyer um she is uh i like to say she's in law school but that's not the route she's going she's doing like kind of like an internship type of thing i forget what it's called but so hmm. she's not actually in law school. She's an apprenticeship, I guess. She's going. She's working for um, a law firm, and they're basically training and teaching her. And then she's going to take the bar at the end. 
Oh, um, she in one of the few states left in the union where you don't have to go to law school. There, there are. But that would be California. California, you can quote the 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 term of art is read for the bar. Yes, I mean and, technically you never have to be. It used to be, I think, that yeah, you never even like, had to set foot in what's the you know that guy um that movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can. Yes, I can't remember the original uh con artist's name. Yeah, but he passed the bar. Mm. Like he just fucking studied for it all on his own and passed. And the I bar. think I think in most states uh, it was like the fifties where they finally said the law schools. Well, pardon me, the bar examining commissions said, okay, no, you have to actually have a law degree before we allow you to sit and take the bar exam. But it's interesting to know that California still allows quote <laughs> reading for the bar. So yeah. that's what she's doing. That's good, what she's doing. Good, yeah. good for her. And yeah. you know what? To whatever firm who said. Okay, I'll take Kim Kardashian, the probably a gold mine because her celebrity uh, probably brings in so many clients. So I actually think they were her lawyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a, being, it's a win-win situation. But but being he, a lawyer is a hustle. It's absolutely a hustle. So she um helped a woman who was convicted for like a, on a drug charge and she got like 25 years. It was something absolutely ludicrous. So she helped this woman years ago. And see, this is the kind of shit that we don't hear. Like, I had to dig deep no, and dive the, through this. We hear the crazy bullshit. We don't hear right. the cool stuff. Right. There was more articles written on the fact that she Instagrammed something about her toes than there was the about her get, getting this woman released from prison after being in there for 20 years on some... Very, very basic drug charge. But she did that. She hired her lawyers to help with this woman's appeals and shit like that. And so she felt something. She felt accomplished and she got a lot of, um, I don't know, you know, whatever she got out of it. But she ended up deciding that that was just going to do. I mean, her dad's a lawyer. Why wouldn't they? True, wouldn't true they enough. Just, you yeah. know, or was, I should say. I don't think you stop being one unless you're disbarred. He might not be practicing anymore, but he's still always going to be a Didn't he pass? Oh, okay. Well, then that's the other kind of... The <laughs> All right. So, and I actually okay. feel good about about giving a little uh, nod to a Kardashian. But while we're uh, nodding podcasts we enjoy, um, I'm, I want to give a little shout out to... And I apologize if I butcher her name. I've only seen it typed. I believe it is Esme Louise James. She is the host of a podcast called Kinky History. Love her stuff. Love her stuff. Um, she's actually a PhD candidate out of the University of Melbourne. Brilliant, brilliant woman. And I think, I, I do believe her PhD is kind of related to what she podcasts about. And so. Cool. Um, yeah. We should I, check that out. Yeah. We if, out. if people have been watching my Instagram <laughs> stories or continue to watch my Instagram stories when she's got an interesting bit um i've been sharing them uh she did an episode on foot fetish that i totally enjoyed and also looked and said we we touched on a lot of that she's working on a phd and we do a bunch of that stuff already we're doing all right but i i love i love listening to esme and um hell i'll throw in the show on the the show links today just her to her instagram and you can find everything else from there because and again apologies if i screwed up the first name 
Esme is not a name I've seen before. So if I'm pronouncing it wrong, is it, is it Esme like short for Esmeralda? Because those are the only I don't know that I know. It's E S M E with an accent over it. That's Esme. Esme. Uh, she's she's Aussie. She's not Hispanic. Ah. So yeah. So hey, so that, funny. Um, I kind of along those lines because you said that we're not doing so bad. I um got a message and I I didn't want to bring it up but I'm going to because I think it's funny um somebody was saying you know like oh I like I love um I just found your your podcast and I'm really enjoying it um and and he was like I'm a big foot fetishist and I enjoy all things foot fetish um but I especially uh love foot fetish podcasts like in general because you know there's so many now and he was like but yours is the smart one but ours is the smart one. Well, I did just say that we covered the, the a lot of the topics that a PhD decided was worth covering in her podcast. <laughs> Granted, it took us three years. She did it in a half an hour. Um, and I, <laughs> but I do and love I, that um, we're the smart one. That, that's great. Yeah, and I, I asked, you know, I probed. I, of course, I, I said how much I appreciate it, and I thanked him, and I probed. I said, so just out of curiosity. Who are the dumb ones? If we're the smart ones, like which ones are the dumb ones? <laughs> and if you said it like that, thankfully you're probably typing and didn't say if we're the smart one, which ones are the dumb ones? <laughs> and oh my gosh. Yeah. And you can tell um, me that answer off the air. Let's take uh, yeah, a quick break. You, 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 you know exactly who oh, it is. I don't even have we, to we're say. Not, we're not going to go there. Instead, we're going to take a quick break. Maybe you'll hear an ad and we'll get paid. Maybe you'll be back in two seconds. We don't know. And when we do get back, I'll finish the sentence that started with uh, while we're fucking a lot. Oh, gosh. We'll be back then. Okay, welcome back. Um, so, um, so what was it you were saying about fucking a lot? <laughs> Not my quote. Um, but... Yeah, you were gonna address something about you fucking a lot. Like, <laughs> well, see, I, I, I just, there's something in my mind that you know when you use the word fucking, that just has a sort of male dom connotation right um yeah yeah usually it's usually men who say like they it's it's yeah visceral. i get it now it, it was it was the men do the said. fucking it was the men do the fucking fuck usually. a lot but still yeah that's that kind of visceral male dom kind of energy even if you don't consider yourself a dom dom you know it's that it's definitely a uh it's that energy and so yeah, it, if if we're fucking a lot, a lot of the time, her foot's going to be in my face because I'm going to pull it there, like you said. You know, it's it's that kind of taking. And then you get into, I'm going to pull it there and I'm going to lick her soul or suck her toes or do something that, you know, provides her additional stimulation because we've discussed the, the, the whole footgasm concept. And and I think the the way to be dominant in the foot world a lot, or a way to to be very dominant in the foot world, 
is to, in that sort of pleasure giving dumb. Like, okay, not only am I fucking you right now, but I'm also going to give you these additional sensations from doing this with your foot at the same time. And I'm sure there's non-foot ways to do that. You know, I'm sure there's, you know, people grab touch nipples and grab breasts when they're fucking people probably <laughs> grab and spread ass cheeks when they're fucking and we grab an ankle and eat feet when we're fucking if we're we can use your term there there's I mean, nothing submissive about that i mean so for me if he's on top then he's then my feet are doing whatever the fuck he wants them to do. But if I'm on top, typically my feet are doing whatever the fuck I want them to do. Mm. And so the time when I feel like I'm being dominant when it comes to foot play is typically with him laying on the floor and me shoving my foot in his mouth. And that that's, right. and, that's and, and there are times typical... and I was and and that has nothing to do with foot worship. You know, we're talking about worshiping. That has nothing to do with worship. That is just me stretching the fuck out of his mouth, right? Or, for, if, or forcing if him to smell, him a right? Stole across the cheek, a good smack across the cheek, like forcing him to smell. Um, now, I mean, I know he's enjoying it, but I'm still forcing him to do it. And then there's other times when I'm literally like, you know, earlier today, I'm washing the dishes and. He literally picks up my leg, removes my slipper, and takes like a big whiff. I mean, it's pretty dominant of him. I wasn't like, you know, that's what he wanted, and that's what he got, and that's what and he took. He's so. doing a thing that most people would say, oh, slipper, shoe smelling, slipper smelling. That is such a, like, beta male thing. But he's doing it in such an alpha male way. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... I think that's a mistake that a lot of foot fetish models uh, make uh, is that they think that they, they, they confuse bitchy for Dom. So they think that the bitchier they are, the more cruel and humiliating they are to their followers, the more they're going to want them. And that works mm-hmm. for some. And that, sure, it does. But that's that... not like. That gets I mean, they don't want to be disrespected. Even if they're submissive, a lot of them don't want to be disrespected. And then that also gets to to the switchy people, you know? And I think all four of us in the relationships we're describing have the capacity to be switchy people. Um, When when you're interacting with, you know, if you're interacting with someone on social media and it's based on likes and, and comments and retweets, you might be as a switchy guy interacting positively with some of those things that are, that are female dominant oriented. It doesn't necessarily mean that one, that you want to be their sub two that that's your entire personality or three, that the next level stuff isn't like, no, no, now you've gone from dominant to bitchy and you're, you're, I'm not a anymore. So I have a type. I have a type of um, submissive. So I've had very few that I that I interact with on a regular basis, right? Um, and uh, my most favorite one right now um, is actually very um, alpha male. He's very dominant. He's like he's my he, that's my cowboy, right? So he's like. 
very tough, very rough. So um, do you have to he, push he, him past his point? Do you have to emotionally overpower him to get him to submit? So, well, so it's like, it's like pulling teeth. And I tell him this all the time. It's like pulling teeth, but it's, it, the challenge is welcome for me. Like I like brats, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um. So, so for me, I get greater pleasure, immense pleasure when I can, um, sorry, there's a storm here. I don't know if you heard that, but I, I, yeah, did you? Uh, <laughs> I get immense pleasure from, um, making the strongest of men weak. So when they come to me already, like groveling and like, oh, like I'll lick your boot and the floor. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, that's great. You know, mm-hmm. and I'll play with you yep. for a little bit, but I just don't get pleasure from it. Right. And so um, there's been a couple, right. So I, I tend to have nicknames for them. And as I think back, as I look back, you know, to like my serious uh, play subs, um, they're all kind of dominant men in their everyday lives. Uh, Some more than others. Always, but... That's always been the, um, in, in some ways, it, it maybe you would call it a stereotype. But when you looked at the old school mistress who owns a dungeon, your, your, your mistress Helga stereotype, those guys who want to be tied to something and paddled to within an inch of their life. History and tradition has always said those guys come from like the Wall Street. I am the boss of the universe at all times. And See, in order and- to get some sexual relief, I need to have that turned on its fucking head. Right. But see, it's not just that. It's not like in their profession and in their, you know, I mean, like it's a lot of it also in in their sex life. So obviously we talk about sex a lot. And one of the things, I mean, I get to know them, right? So wait, I ask wait, a lot we, of questions. We talk about sex? <laughs> I met like my subs and I. <laughs> like, oh. like I ask, we talk about sex a lot. And so I, I try to, you know, I ask for their, their history and things they've done and what they've tried and what they haven't, because I want to know obviously what they're interested in and what we're going to, what, what we have to work with. Right. Um, we discuss limits and all that. And so I, at some point, I, looking want, back, I want you to send you, send me just for purely ex, um, educational purposes. I want to see your sub questionnaire. Uh, so my sub questionnaire, my sub questionnaire is only for those that are trying to submit to me on a like, like a long term, um, almost twenty four seven basis. I would still love to see that, right. but so, I think you need to derail yourself. So story. my last guy actually, I didn't have him fill it out. Surprisingly, I didn't fill it out, but um, but yeah, uh, uh, I did make him, he did t- take the uh, BDSM test with us and he was like super like fucking like 85% switch or some shit like that. So, um, but yeah, so, but what I, what I'm finding that these men have in common is that um, they're dominant in the bedroom too. Okay. So all of their, or most of their sexual interactions, they're like their daddies they're um they're like just they're the ones doing the fucking they're in control they're doms you know like i've uh, and part of the thrill you know is uh, you know so for me so one of the things that i really enjoy is like 
um, while they're being dominant to their partner, I'm in their head and they're doing shit for me. So, so it's like proxy doming. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I told the story um, on the air with bliss about a literal proxy doming um, where I, I slapped a human carpet with her foot. It was like, right. Yes. Full proxy, but, <laughs> but that I, was literal. I, like that was like literal, literally. I, I also, <laughs> I also understand it in a sort of, uh, a distance play dynamic you know when you're when you're doming somebody and they also have a sub and in indirectly or sometimes maybe more directly you're actually affecting their submissive with what you're doing to them yeah so i if i'm if i'm doming someone with a partner um i will make them do humiliating things where they're like, no, no, I can't do that. Like, what's she going to think? And I'm like, just fucking do it. And so they do it. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just amazing because they'll never do it on their own, you know? Oh, yeah. So yeah, you, um, you've got some serious skills for mind fuck. I, I, <laughs> not that you and I have played, but I, I, I know. I just, I just, like, we, so we I didn't have to ever discuss it for me to know. So I, I, um, uh, you know, one of the things that I like for them to do is like say my name while say my name while they're fucking someone else, right? Oh, and Jesus so, Christ! So yeah, right. So so you're, one of them was pushing, like, like, "Do you have a um? Do you have a, a side hustle with a divorce attorney?" <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 ne- never a married per- person. Okay, it's like okay. you know, like this person that he's like having a, a friends with benefits situation or somebody's fucking or whatever. Oh. Um, and so I'll say, okay, the next person, like, you know, like he'll say, well, I have a date with the girl, so I won't be, I'll, you know, I won't be available tonight. So I'll, I'll pick the clothes. I'll be like, this is what you're going to do. Like, this is where you're going to take her. And then, um, you know, halfway through, midway through, like, I want you to go to the bathroom, take a picture of your dick, you know, whatever. So it's a whole, like, evening of fun, right? But at the end of the night when they're fucking, I want them to say my name. And this one particular person would say fuck no i will never do that i cannot do that and i'm like dude you could totally pull it off like you can be like like anything for you baby like oh, oh you gave me out you gave me out just lost a tiny tiny bit in my and estimation just- of you <laughs> Like it's such an easy name, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you're saying Rebecca and then like you're just a mold into something else. Like you could even bone it and nobody would even notice. I mean, yeah, you totally could definitely. It. Yeah, you know, you your your name has an inherent loophole. It, it's a lot easier uh-huh. for. Yep. So, yeah, but so I um, you know, uh, uh, it's. Being a foot fetishist does not mean that you have to be a top or a bottom. No. It does not mean it, that you have to choose what to be a dom or a sub. It, it can you can remain enjoyed middle of the road. Yeah, it was it, exactly enjoyed. what I was gonna say. You can be right down the middle and not have and, to be humiliated for it or disrespected for it, or you can like and I think as somebody who is switchy, I enjoy it all three ways. I enjoy it if I'm being dominated. I enjoy it if I'm dominating. And I enjoy it if it is just 
a romantic, tender, no power dynamic in play at all encounter. Yep. You know, is is rubbing someone's feet inherently submissive? Kind of sounds it. But if it's in the context simply of taking someone's feet and rubbing them and giving them pleasure, what not because we're told to or asked. You know, like, what if you're a daddy dom and your thing is to nurture? Absolutely. Then you have to give pleasure. You have to. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. And the I think we've discussed. I, in my, I'm not very much a hard dom. I'm, I am not a sadist. That first and foremost, that is like, well, we did the BDSM test episode. I'm not a sadist. Right. I do not get a whole, despite the fact that I carve custom paddles for people, I don't get a whole lot of enjoyment at all out of Bang, 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 bang. Despite the fact that I use those paddles to bang, 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 I, I, I get a, just a little pleasure out of it. Not a whole lot. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my dom style could be a little more daddy or it's just a, a take what I want. But what I often what I want in the take what I want is to give some sort of pleasure. You know, one of one of my favorite kinks is orgasm control, and that can go in either direction, you know, of mm. orgasm denial or forced orgasm. And, you know, if you're talking about having sex with somebody and then at the same time sucking their toes uh, or, you know, if you can't get your hands involved and you're, you're giving a, a foot rub at the same time or whatever, and you're overloading your partner with different sensations from different parts of their bodies... There's nothing submissive about that. Right. I mean, something as minor as tickling, right? Yeah. So so in the process of making very few, I have very few tickle videos, but in the process of I just of recently that, saw a clip of you being tickled that I never even expected to see. It was just the tiniest clip, maybe like as a teaser on your on my Twitter, Twitter yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. It's advertising it, it on, on my gum road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, my my toes are tied together, and then my f- entire feet, both my feet, are tied to a bar, so they're lifted. Ooh. They're suspended. My feet. I was gonna um, say if you invest in a spreader bar, but I'm like, no, you guys have like an entire full workout area. You have yeah. bars. All yeah, time. I just tied it to the. I just tied it to the squat bar. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, in the process of making these videos. We've discovered that although I hate being tickled, like I kind of like it. I mean, you're laughing. It's so fun, right? Mm. Um, but but mostly though, the husband fucking loves it. Well, he I, loves that type of control. I have I have to confess, um, and a little bit of admitting on the air, but I don't think I'll be uh, held accountable for that. I. The only time I actually safe worded what wasn't even really meant to be a scene, but I, I safe worded in sex with Bliss because she started tickling me. Tickling your feet or your I think your, it was more like, like armpits th- or your I think it was middle? in her thigh. I, I <laughs> you know what I don't remember because the problem was I started to get into that. Like, I'm not 100% conscious and not 100% in control of my <laughs> reaction situation. No, I say for it because if she continued, she was probably going to get violently kicked in the head. 
I okay, yeah. Yeah. But the, but that's the that's the beauty about being tied up, right? And then also like Yes, yeah. There also, was no bondage the thing involved. is the thing is too that because I get violent like that too. Like I start fucking like, you know, fighting it. But when it's for a video, I can't. It's I a little different though, because you've you've got the opportunity to step out and sell yourself slightly. But 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 you know, the husband is really good at recognizing when I, like I'm just about to that point. Like I just right. like, He's... The, the laugh changes. I start like dry heaving almost. I'm like panting. The... Like and in the bedroom the tied to or not in the bedroom in the uh, the workout room tied to the 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 weightlifting set. He can push you beyond that point if you're well secured. For a video, he's probably yeah. not gonna push you to that point. Yeah, no, but but I, you know, I always feel um, drained. Like I feel really exhausted afterwards. Like I'm so tired. Like I've had a full workout in five minutes. Yeah. Um, and and I also feel really good because I just laughed my hmm. fucking ass off. You know, so so, so it's I'm not really like, a self ah, Like I don't even know. Like I used to say that I absolutely hated it, and I still do. Like I don't like to be tickled, um, but. I kind of enjoy it. You know, it's kind of fun. I like it. I haven't had the opportunity where I can safely get pushed to that point. Um, You know, I think in order for that to happen, I'd have to be with somebody who knew some, had some bondage skill or have some non-skill bondage equipment, you know, like uh, cuffs to a bedpost kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then maybe somebody could push me so that you can pull, push and pull and kick and everybody would still be safe. Right, right. Because in, a, in an unbound situation, I'm like, nope, I am, I am safe wording out of this because one, it's not an enjoyable situation. Maybe if you push beyond where I am, it could be that beyond pain to pleasure again. But I know in an unbound situation, I'm just going to hurt you. And that's not what anyone wants. You know, I don't want a situation. Right. I even forget the. I don't want a situation where I am like feeling that sort of anger, rage, negative emotion of it. But it makes you angry. It doesn't make you laugh. No, no, it it it's it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, it's not something I'm going to put as a hard it, limit right now. It's kind of in the soft limit realm, and I think <laughs> with preparation, not to sound like Batman, but with preparation, it could be something i'm willing to try again but it's going to take some some prep and some so like that's the only time that i really just beg like there are two instances where i beg one is when i'm being tickled I'm like please 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 stop right but i'm not i'm still not safe wording so he doesn't stop right mm-hmm. and then the second is when i'm like right about to go and he's teasing and i'm like it gets a little baggy and then after a while I just get mad. Then I get mad and I'm like, you just fucking like I'm just just, just keep doing that. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I've definitely uh you know where where you've at the beginning of this episode you pegged me at the more at the bottom. Um I've definitely more recently played with the over under stimulation, constant but not quite enough stimulation kind of that brings on the begging and also as we've kind of discussed we uh we all 
you and uh, and Mr. Lift fell into the, the the fun with experimenting with CBT a little earlier than Bliss and I, but the experimentation with that, where it's yeah, you get you get to the baggy point, you absolutely get to the baggy point, but there's a difference between the baggy point and safe word. Right, right. I mean, you can beg for a really long time. <laughs> As long as your partner understands that the baggy point is the point of stay exactly right there. Right. Because a little more is going to be. Ugh. Yeah. I've, I've really, like, God, my husband is a saint because I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm going to say I'm difficult to please. I'm going to say that. Because once I get overstimulated, it's very hard for me. Like, once it, that, that it's too I, I sensitive, it's that's... too much, I can't do it anymore. Um, you know, all right. You're this years old when you realize that that's not you. That's everyone. If you get to overstimulation, no, 90% of women on this planet, it's very hard to, to back off and get there. I don't think so. Like in, in discussions I've had with many sex workers and friends, like, I mean, sure, everybody, that's why it's called overstimulation, right? So I get it. I get that part. But I'm just saying, like, there comes a point where if I just cross just a little bit over, like, I'm done. Like, well, like, it's not, it's not going to happen. We're not having, we're not doing it anymore. Like, I'm upset. Like, I get angry and I'm upset. Well, it's hard. Justifiably so. But (laughs) in my experience, ruined orgasm for me is no fun. Ruined orgasms for me, edging. neither of those things I find appealing. I fucking hate it. And I know I'm like, I just lost five followers. You know, I'm with you, girl, and I'll lose those five as well. (laughs) Edging and ruined orgasms, no, not, not. uh... And I get a lot of requests for, you know, for uh, JOIs with like ruined orgasms or Hey, denial. Give it to them. Don't take it for yourself. (laughs) Um, Speaking of fans, before we go, shameless plug. um, I recently changed my free OnlyFans to, I try to do it for a dollar. So what was happening is I was trying to weed out all the like shitty people because I was getting like dick dick pics and, and I don't mind the occasional dick pic from somebody that I have an established friendship with as long as there's some kind of like agreement even like even warn me like to me hey I'm about to send this or whatever it's fine I'll deal with it right but um like just never said a word never say hello those they're sending dick pics they're sending nasty messages they're like just being ugly you know and i was like okay and then and every time i look it's like some anonymous person that has been following me for two years and has never purchased a single thing so i'm like okay you know what on top of the fact that you're getting off of me for free you're being fucking rude so um instead of just blocking i was like you know what i'm just gonna weed everybody out so i was going to um have my only fans um be a dollar okay except they fucking changed the minimum. It used to be you can have a dollar only fans. Mm-hmm. And they changed the minimum. You can't have it any less than $4.99. So I'm like, oh fuck, I already sent this message out. I already changed it. I already did it. You know. 
So I did it. And then what that did is it unlocked all of my pay-per-view stuff. So I had to go back in there. It's a, it's a fucking mess. Oh, God, it's yeah. a mess. So um, in order to try to correct that, I decided to go with loyal fans instead. Because loyal fans uh, has a tiered system. So the same name will be, there's a free, completely free to the public, to everybody. There's a followers one where you can follow me, but not subscribe. And then there's a subscription one where you pay the monthly fee and subscribe. And I'm going to make sure that I have different privileges within those tiers. Are we going to have the uh, link to that in the show links? Um, I guess we should, right? Well, we could just tell people they got to dig a little harder. I mean, it's it, the link is on my snip feed, and my snip feed is on my Twitter. And All right, we'll, link your, is on the, we'll link your snip feed, and that will uh, yeah, take yeah, care of that. Is, snip feed is on the Oda's Toes uh, website, I think, anyway. If it's um, not, it's going to be as soon as we finish. Um, uh, but it's 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 just loyalfans.com slash any cutie. I mean, I'm sure if you just like type any cutie um but yeah so so that's where i'm going to be focusing on now so i'm not going to post too much on twitter anymore i'm not going to post well i hardly post anything on instagram anyway so Um, while we're pimping paid platforms i've actually entered the world of paid platform Don't don't at the moment have any content but um you know if you want to find my and we went opposite directions in the in the only fans derivative sites you went to loyal fans and i went to unfiltered um i the advantages of unfiltered is there is free follow with paywall certain content with subscription level for some of the payroll content different subscription level for all the payroll content at the moment obviously my page is 100 free to follow because there's no content on it however uh, for our female or gay viewers, um, I do intend to put a little bit of uh, nudity. Um, and moreover, and I just have to f- start finding a little bit of uh, legal in the public domain. One of the things I am going to be putting on there is the reading of erotic stories. Mm, you definitely should. And I mean, you know, you and Bliss don't show your faces to the public. So you could really put some great content out there. So I, I mean, have, you really could. You I could, have a photo yeah. shoot that has not been able to be on any of our social media that I will uh, will oh, go gosh. there um, behind the a head? very very conservative minimal paywall, um, just as a as a test run. You know, um, the husband has an OnlyFans. I think it's under bottom drawer photos. His is free, and he does post some of our stuff. Um, but he posts a lot of himself too. Um, and he used to just kind of post it up there. And I told him that he needed to put it behind a paywall because maybe not everybody wants to see that, you know? So it's got minimal fees too, but, um, I get a lot of requests to see, um, bottom drawers junk, to be honest. And I'm like, just go to his OnlyFans and you can see it there. Um, I will put that in the show links as well. Um, we're we're giving a lot of treats for I mean, no. Well we do we always I would say more of our show and more of our links cater to our straight male uh fan base. So this episode 
while we're talking about turning the the power play dynamic on its ear, we might as well uh, also give a little bit to our straight female and gay male listeners. Uh, Bottom drawers had a little sub himself. Mm. He was was a little fin dom thing he had going. Yeah, it was a male too, so he's not completely opposed to that. So there we go. I thought it was hot. So if you want to see a little more of any, we're, we're going to go to her loyal fans. If you want to see a little more of Top, uh, follow his unfiltered, my, his, I'm third person. Yours, follow right? my unfiltered and uh, because it'll, I haven't uploaded it yet, but I, I do promise I will. And if you want to see a little more of Bottom Drawer, uh, follow his OnlyFans and we'll put links to all three right alongside our PhD candidates uh, links. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's where I love we're. it. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think that we covered nearly enough on this topic, uh, but we did give our listeners full episodes. So uh, I don't know, maybe somewhere down the line, if you send us your emails and your commentary, we can read it and we can discuss it, or you can send us voice messages to, to give us your opinion because we love the voice. I mean, yeah, and I mean, obviously, we're not. You know, per- personally, I'm very. I feel like I'm very inexperienced when it comes to these kinds of things, but I do enjoy the play quite a bit. So, you um, know what? If you are the domliest dom that ever dommed, or the uh, well, no, I hate that expression because it's usually used as a pejorative towards people who are fake doms. But if if you are a, a, a true dominant guy, or you are. Uh, a really submissive woman who still enjoys your time in the, in the foot play scenario. And you think you've got something more to say that we didn't cover. Reach out to us. We, we love, it's been a long time since we had a guest that we didn't actually know before we had them on the show. You know what I mean? Right. We do have a couple of really good guests in the works. So we um... do, we do. Um, try and there's, there's some that we've had in the works for two years that just haven't come to fruition yet. And it's like, oh, it's such a tease. Uh, but yeah, got some great guests lined up. Uh, always going to be some opportunity for you and I to talk, which is why we do this. Yeah. And I guess um, with that. Uh, with that, for those of you who are masturbating to our voices this whole time. You're welcome. Very welcome. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>